0: On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, we meet and talk to Dave Derm, local friend and commissioner of the Golf Cartel Tour. We go ahead and talk a little bit about the Golf Cartel Tour, and we get into, uh, you know, really the state of the game today. This is part one of a two-part episode. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm
1: telling you, man, it's a speed pun.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the Faded Golf Podcast. My name is Mark Chulene, as always, joined by Mr. John Falkenberg. Hello, John. How are
1: you doing today, buddy?
0: Very good. We are also streaming live, Uh, so for anybody that maybe caught this yesterday, because I'm going to post it tomorrow, you can also see we have another gentleman here on the show with us, Mr. David Durham. David.
2: Thanks for having me, Mark. Pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, Really excited. Dave is... uh, good friend of mine that um, has this passion for golf, John, that I really wanted you to learn about because he's been one of these guys that's probably more into, I know you and I are obviously into the game, right? We we, we do a stupid podcast, right? So, but Dave has his own other, you know, goals and missions within the game. And uh, I think that's kind of the point that we try to do with this is that we, we don't want to necessarily talk about pro golf all the time. We want to talk about what do amateurs do in golf? And I think you are the epitome of what you can do in amateur golf, Dave. And that's why Al, we're happy to have you.
2: Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: Cool. So, Dave, uh, if, you, if you don't mind, could you give us just a little bit of background on you? And, uh, you know, kind of what do you do? Um, a little bit, you know, how you got into the game, that kind of thing.
2: Sure. Um... I'm a lawyer for Barnes and Thornburg, have been for uh, six years. I spent um, a little bit of time at Duke Realty for about six or seven years doing uh, healthcare development and was a lawyer at uh, Baker and Daniels before that. So, uh, since 1998, so almost a little over 20 years, I've been uh, practicing as a lawyer. But uh, one of the things that that I've found with with golf and the role that golf plays in my life is it's the it's the thing that gets me away from what I do on a regular basis you know it's the it's the release um you know from from back in in 98 through uh, the early 2000s before Indiana adopted Daylight Savings Time um you know I I would hire and recruit guys who like to play golf and uh and so we would in the middle of summer, we'd tee off at 4.30 in the morning. We'd play uh, 18 holes of golf in a couple of hours and shower up and be at our desks at 7.30, having uh, gambled a little bit and played some golf. And, and that was how you got your you know, 100 or so rounds a year. You'd play the majority of them before anybody else would wake up. Um, on the weekends, we'd, we'd play at 4.30. We'd, we'd uh, have breakfast and then tee off uh, at Sycamore Hills, which is where I was a member up in Fort Wayne. And, and so we'd have 36 holes in before 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and and that was that was that, that was the, so great that that was how you could play a, a lot of golf in Indiana and uh so daylight savings time which is better for the game itself has not necessarily been great for for my for your round, personal for, game. For, for, for my personal gain so i was opposed to it um but it's uh but it's been really good and and so um i had a group of guys in law school that we kind of hung out with it, we called ourselves the men's law cartel it was it was kind of a thing we did and so we graduated in 98 and found myself kind of missing that camaraderie and tried to figure out, well, how do we, how do we build something around a game that we all enjoy? That's really a reason for us to all get together. And so in 2001, we, uh, we, we came up with the, the, the golf cartel tour, um, had our first event, which was our U S open that was contested over three different courses, 54 holes, gross, uh, uh, gross, uh, stroke. When was that? 2001. Okay. So uh, so so now we're on year uh, we're on year 18. Um, we we've uh, we've hosted roughly four to five events per year. Um, over those 18 years, we have roughly 30 guys that I would say maintain some form of membership in the tour um, and play any number of events. Um, and over time, as 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 guys had kids and. And the families grew and the commitments became uh, more significant. We went from a, a tour that played 54 holes of gross stroke play over a long weekend to now we kind of jam it all into one day, 36 holes. It's a net, uh, it's a net tour now. So, so really, it, it gives, a guy, gives guys a chance who, who wouldn't otherwise have a chance in a gross tournament format to, to play. Um, we have a, a GCT Cup, which is kind of a Ryder Cup type event that we play in kind of alternating uh, seasons but for the most part we have now what is the the GCT International which we're playing next week in Las Vegas so we will we've got uh, a nice contingent of guys who are members uh, of the tour who are out in Las Vegas that are members at TPC Summerlin which is where they uh, have the Justin Timberlake event and um, so we'll play there we'll play Shadow Creek um, uh, this year because made
0: mostly famous this year by uh, Tiger and Phil,
2: yes, significantly so. In fact, they've they've increased the uh, the the cost per round by hundred bucks, so it's now six hundred bucks a round uh, <laughs> t- to play out there. Um, but it's really a spectacular um, event. We will have uh, fourteen guys out there this year. Um, we'll play day one. Uh, we actually have a p- practice round at Las Vegas Country Club on Tuesday. Um, we'll then play the first round of the event at Shadow Creek. That'll turn into twenty-seven or you know thirty-ish holes. Uh, that we'll play afterward, but but the 18 holes will be uh, a net stroke play, and then um, the following day, because uh, TPC Summerlin, they're punching their greens on Monday and Tuesday, so we're going to play the Las Vegas Country Club for our second round. Are okay. you staying at the MGM? We have we had historically stayed for 15 years at the Bellagio, um, and they got a little stingy with their uh, with their. Um, Comp credits, and so we have moved over to Aria for the last uh, four or five years.
1: Do you have to stay at an MGM you have resort? To st-
2: you have to stay at an MGM resort to play Shadow Creek. Yeah. Okay. So we even have some Vegas guys who live in Vegas, but they're going to stay at the hotel with us for a couple of nights so they can play Shadow Creek. Awesome. Oh, so they don't
0: even, like, you can't even bring, like, you're staying there. You, you... can't.
2: You cannot drive onto the Shadow Creek property. You must come. Without, in... like, your
0: hotel key card.
2: Yeah. You must come in a limo from one of the MGM mm-hmm. uh, uh, Okay. Uh, uh hotels yes
0: interesting interesting well that's a great little background i love it um we'll get a little bit more into you know some gct stuff hopefully everybody appreciates now There's so many more questions the, the, that. i know that, this, that, this that, guy's that, <laughs> I mean, this guy's on. spinning here <laughs> we'll, we'll we're going to get into the nuts and the bolts of like you know what makes this thing tick but sure. before that we we have some typical you know things that we like to do on the show and we would love obviously our guests perspectives and so uh, one area that we'd like to touch on when we kick things off is we talk a little bit about kind of tour news or just news in golf. And recently, um, you know, I think there there was an article. So we had our a, a winner for the first time on tour this last week. Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell. Uh, John was really excited about. It. He texted me. He goes, "He was playing with Mizuno's, you know, and like, the driver." Yeah, and the Mizuno driver. So he was really stoked because John just got some new Mizuno clubs. So. Um, but did you guys see the headline in the paper down there, like the palm whatever paper? Did you see this, John? No-name name, No-name champ? That's just offensive. Uh, yeah, a
1: guy can swing speed at well, 125 okay. miles per hour. That don't...
2: Yes, offensive. But there was a collective groan amongst the, the crowd when he made the putt. And that's just because they wanted to see Ricky and yeah, sure. and Kepka in some sort of kind of power duel. And it was going to be great. I mean, obviously this kid can pound the ball all over the place as well. But but certainly not somebody that uh, that you know when you're when you're looking at the uh, at at the list and at the beginning of the week.
0: Oh, I, I get it. And, and I mean, if you're writing news, that's the kind of stuff that you absolutely do. That that paper probably got more attention and with one crappy headline than they've ever had. So. Um, to that, to that point, it hey. A, it was
1: a clutch putt on it. <laughs> it was a Well, and I putt. think
0: even Ricky, I was reading something he said, you know, an article where he was interviewed. He said, I know what it's like. You know, that first win, I can only imagine the pressure that he had on that particular putt, right, to be able to get in there, how, stand over, and make the How old thing. was Ricky when he won for the first time? Oh, God. 23?
1: 23, 23?
2: 23
1: or 24, yeah. He, this guy, I think he's 27.
0: Okay, he's been out here for a while, I guess. This is I, his second I, yeah.
1: year. This is second year. So
0: John and I have been trying to figure out what horses, you know, we should like latch on to that are these kind of no-name golfers that we just like every week. We're like we we can talk about them like week after week. we Patrick Rogers was thrown out. Uh, is it Patrick Rogers? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was thrown out. Indiana guy, right? We
2: we used to do a thing back in the day where we'd pick. Like Tommy Tolles versus Paul Stankowski, where you had you had to pick a guy who wasn't in the top hundred, right? But you would bet, a, you would you would pick one of those clowns, and and by God, you know, and it was shocking. I mean, a couple of events. I mean, Tolles gave it a run, and the players a couple of years. I mean, it would all, and, and it would be fascinating where those guys would end up. They'd they'd win a tournament here or there, at some sort of weird off season event, and get an invite into the Masters. And so you'd bet again. But those were the guys. That's a that's a fun bet.
0: I think like for us, David Hearn. because because we aren't no laying up and we aren't the barstool guys that mm-hmm. just want like, to like truly talk about like golf news, we're like, hey, well, how can we talk about shit that sure. guys grinding like amateurs do all the time? I mean, we're grinding all well, the have time. Have we
1: picked our guy yet that we want to No, pick? we haven't. We need to pick a guy. We do. Let's, Dave, who's, who's just a no-name that comes to your mind that you could get behind right now you want to pull for?
2: Luke List is a guy that, that kind of kind of percolates around the surface, you know. I mean, he's a guy that people are still talking about, but but and had a good run early in kind of the the off season, which is the shoulder season kind of coming into 2019, but has not performed. Um was really kind of I think everybody thought last week was going to be a big event for him. He'd performed well there previously. But I think these I think these younger guys, I mean, again, it'd be great to to get behind somebody and get fired up about somebody, but at the moment there doesn't seem to be any of the younger guys because they just don't, they don't play all these courses all the time. They haven't been there. And, and again, what you saw, I mean, day two and day three, I'm, I'm in this kind of one and done fantasy uh, league thing that we do. And I was fired up because the first five or seven guys on the top of the leaderboard, nobody had ever heard of. So they were going to fill out that, you know, the money list, and then it wouldn't be a big issue. Well, you know, lo and behold, you get to the end of the, tournament and you got Kepka and you got you get all of the big names who slowly rose to the top who are who are used to dealing with that pressure on a Sunday and to me it is really hard to argue with just that hey I've been here you know it, yep. it's it's so hard it's so hard to get on tour it is so challenging to stay there it is challenging to get to these events and to kind of do this stuff for the first time and you know the guys have unbelievable talent i mean it is it is silly but but it is there is a function of, hey, I've been here, I've done this before, I have a team, I've played well on Sunday. I mean, if you watch Kepka's four shots into uh, over Thursday through Sunday into 18 and where he hit the ball and what he did under any circumstances was never laying up, and there were three, three of the four shots that he hit— None of us would have ever thought about going at that green ever. No, <laughs> hitting ever.
1: that three wood out of the rough. Right, the choke,
2: the, ch- <laughs> the, 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 two, the two or three inch choke down three wood, where he just pounds it out of there, and, and not even thinking <laughs> about it. And there, and the issue is, there's obviously there's water way Lands right. Lands soft too. There's water way right, but you've got all the the crazy short bunkers left. I mean, and, and that and that just spells horrific stuff because you've got stuff over the back of the green. I mean, it, it is it's it's a different game those guys are playing.
1: I think putting, I think just to add to what you said Dave putting four consistent rounds together that's just for us to to think oh we have one good round we hit 75 if we come back with a 77 the next day i'm i'm ecstatic i mean it's for those guys to do what they do to fire in the 60s four rounds in a row like 68 67 68 6
2: people that's so hard to do well and that was kepka's, kepka's message to the tour was I don't have to play great to compete with you all that I my game is so much better than all of you that I can I can bring my B or C game still compete and have a really good chance to win he goes I may not I may not win but I'm going to be there and I'm going to consistently be there whereas unless you all have your A games for four straight days you have no ability to compete and and it and it was a it's a message. I, I Verbatim,
1: think, did he say that?
2: Yeah, he said. He said, "I don't need my best to win or compete out here." <laughs> and so, so on Monday, that that was his that was his message. Okay, I must miss that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that. It, 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 and it's a it's a it's a real statement. But I don't I don't think he I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong.
1: So he you, you, so oh, go so into okay. our segue of buy sell. You're a buy on Kepka.
2: I'm a buy on Kepka. I mean, I think he's uh, obnoxiously arrogant. I think it's fantastic. I think that's what you have to. That's what you have to keep buying. I mean, that, because there is so much. Um, he's got the right mental attitude, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 there is there is insecurity. There is there's a lot of in. Um, uh, you have you have to love a guy who loves himself so much that he believes that he can still beat everybody, even though he's not playing well.
1: See, we on a previous podcast, I said how how do you like? So if you bought a stock, Microsoft or Google, and it's at this point. How does he go up from last year? The guy was out of golf for four months. He won two majors, and he said he got player of the year too, didn't he? Yep, he did. Got player of the year. I, where was he at in the FedEx Cup? Was he like third or fourth? So, top top five. Out of missing four months, so I guess I was like, how does the guy go up? That's why I was like, he's a hold for me. I just don't know how you buy more of it. I mean, that's it's. <laughs>
0: Well, to me, I'm, I'm buying. I'm trying to buy even more of it. Um, I think you got you got a guy like DJ that also, you know, I think he has the same kind of confidence right now. Mm-hmm. He just feels like he can just annihilate the crap out of the ball. Have wedges in his hands all the time, and as long as he hits it close enough, he's making he's making those short putts right now. Um, yeah, and, he,
2: so, and some would say he's 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 his intelligence level is such that <laughs> it doesn't get in the way of his game, and I, and he. And, and I would say I, I'm not necessarily sure that I would say that Kepka is in that same realm but you do have to wonder Kepka competes and and he appears in majors this last weekend's event was kind of a big event I mean that that you can say well the Honda and, and, the, and there was a it was a relatively light field but that's a very serious golf course yeah oh, um, yeah
0: I mean, when nine under wins it compared to the week before, like twenty some under won it. Right. You know that in almost every
2: almost every year, if you can get from seven to ten under at the Honda, you're going to have a chance to win that golf tournament. Mm-hmm. And so, he rises to the uh, above kind of everybody else. And and so the question is, what's he doing? You know, when he's at the you know when, when he when he's in. Uh, Whatever the tour event may be after the after the Masters or whatever the issue may be, and and so so where is he on those? Why can he not dominate those events where they're lower tier guys who are competing, and he just kind of also flounders around? But in these really big events, he seems to just absolutely dominate.
1: I like him. I I think you pointed on something uh, real important with it. it's his mentality, and he's feel like he's earned the mentality because he he grinded his way through the European Tour, and that's how he. He felt like he earned everything he's got, so he goes out here. He's like, guys, I was just, I was driving, sleeping in my car some nights, going to tournaments in Europe, and going to places I've never been. He goes, this is, this is Kush. He's like, I'm gonna go out here and just whip your ass.
0: Well, I mean, at this point, you know, he's clearly like crossed a level that, mm-hmm. and maybe to your point with these guys, that they aren't thinking about it too much, and maybe it's because they are just don't have the <laughs> the mental capacity yeah. to focus on other crap. Um, other than when we've seen DJ get distracted off the course, and that's kind of thrown off his game sure. a little bit, right? But, but if you um, watch
2: Freddie, I mean, Faraday had two weeks of Freddie, and and Freddie's a, a very straightforward guy who's got an incredible athletic skill and, and kind of gift for the game. And when he says, I watch all of these guys, you know, as, as a Ryder Cup assi- uh, assistant captain, and he said, above all, when I stand behind DJ and watch DJ hit the ball, it's a different... It, he's playing a different game than I've ever seen anybody yeah. play. And so... We can all say how impressive, we, but, but when, when he, when, when Fred Couples says he's playing a game that is different than what we are playing, that's to be respected. And, and the fact that he doesn't let his brain get in the way is maybe even more impressive. <laughs> I, is I,
1: you know, there was a survey on Golf Digest, I don't know if you guys saw that, of all the tour, well not all, but a sample of the tour players, probably 30, 40 guys. And they said, they, they asked a number of questions, but one was, who has the most raw talent? And they gave a little mix, but by far, like an overwhelming percentage said it was Dustin Johnson. Two players. They said he is so much, his talent level is so much above. It was like him, then Tiger, yeah. then, I, I don't know. So, so
0: Dave, any other guys you're hot on you think are going to continue to you know, streak well for the, for the balance of the season, you know, be major contenders? You know, I. It's hard to we we've talked about it. It's hard to kind of just pick a guy. But.
2: It, it is at the moment, and and um, you, you know, I, I've got uh, Molinari this weekend. Um, so in my one and done thing, and and uh, and if you think about Bay Hill, that is not a short golf course. Um, and Molinari does not jump out at you as a guy who just pounds the ball all over the place. The other one I was kind of Pretty kicking around to with
0: to distance, yeah. yeah,
2: was was Stenson, but. I think it will again be, and, and again, it kind of goes back to why I think these young guys will continue to struggle unless they have kind of just breakout weeks where they just shock themselves and kind of, and, and, and the scores don't get out of control so that they can actually stay in and compete and kind of percolate up to a level where they can win. But, but I, th- I think um, these guys who continue to be on tour, who have a familiarity with these golf courses and kind of like a certain golf course more than others, you know, Stenson loves uh, Bay Hill uh, Molinari has had nothing, but he's never missed a cut. Um, I think he's got, you know, four of his six starts are all inside the top seven. And so you say to yourself, well, okay, that doesn't make any sense, but the numbers speak for themselves. He likes the golf course, likes the golf
0: course. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. Anybody you're selling right now, like guys that have been, you know, part of this core group, right. That is fairly consistent, but you think, man, this is not going to be their year.
2: You know, uh, somebody sent me the uh, the tiger prop bets. So it's the tiger wins, no majors, uh, tiger wins one, two, three, or four. And, and it's mind blowing because you obviously want to bet zero. I, you know, I, the way he, his short game and the way he's putting, he could obviously compete. And the tour championship was amazing and very emotional, but, but ultimately, to to perform over four days with the attention that is on him and ultimately at his age and now the neck thing and whatever else you want to buy into that but but it, it it's stunning how the numbers themselves don't make any sense in in Las Vegas so so where, where you're you, you've got to bet um uh, you know 450 it's it's like minus 450 on the on the no, on the uh, on the no but if he wins one it pays like I don't know Fifteen to one, or something kind of—it it, it, was—it was—it was almost insulting. So you're kind of looking at none of it really makes sense, but and and and, and you'd like to have some of that. Make, but but I just—he's great. I love to watch him. Um, but I but I don't I I don't I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that he. I don't think he's going to win a major this year. I think if he plays all four of them, it will be shocking. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, and and my my hope is he does because it obviously elevates every event that he goes to
0: all day. Yeah, it's good for the game. Yeah, I, we all I think we all agree on that. I'm not necessarily a huge Tiger fan. I think there's just too many bandwagon followers of him that yes end up making it so betting you don't that's even win smart, money it's on a him. Smart sell. Yeah, that's so. a smart sell.
2: But 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 I'll but I'll also say uh, while I lo- it's fun to watch DJ and it's fun to watch Kepka and it's fun to watch these guys. I ultimately think for the average guy, and and and
0: our audience, and, and
2: I'm ridiculed at at my, at my house for this, but I will watch women's golf, you know, because it's on everything is over, everything's played in Asia now, and so it's all on like you know the, the night before at ten at ten p.m. and but yet they have a game that is much more familiar to me with distance. I, I the whole idea of crushing a ball 330 yards and then hitting a six or a seven iron 225 yards onto a, onto a par five doesn't make any sense to me. And, and I do believe that we are getting to the point where the game, there is such a chasm between the game that's being played and the people who love it that you don't, you can't, you don't that you can't even recognize the game. You can be like, Oh, that's amazing. But yet it almost, it makes you feel a little silly. Um, I was watching, uh, uh, there's some great par threes uh, at, uh, at PGA National and, and Ricky Fowler at the one, 228 or whatever. And he clearly came up and out of a shot and hit the ball roughly 120 yards. And it was such a satisfying experience <laughs> to, 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 to see him hit a full L wedge into a par three yeah. where you're like, oh, I've, I've done that hundreds of times, hundreds of times. And, it, and it, it, it's, tr- it's truly satisfying to see that. And and to say, okay, that's something I can at least identify with. What I can't is 330 down the middle no. and a seven iron from 220 over a bunker that, that then lands in between a couple of bunkers and stays on the green. That just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: I, I think that is the, the challenge, and, and part of the, uh, I want to ask you that kind of question, you know, and maybe this kind of as a, a segue for us a little bit um, to get off of the pro tour, but do you feel like the game is in trouble, Dave?
2: Um you know, I, I've 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 gone a little around about this. I I the rule changes this year for the most part I think benefit the game. They speed the game up, they make it ultimately a little easier to understand and less technical. Everybody hates technical. It's why people hate lawyers. Um, it, 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 the no. so 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 it, and it's funny that the guys who have identified this dropping from the knee thing, which is a very unathletic move, it's not cool looking. No, I mean th- there is. Uh, I have I told somebody the other day that that I miss the shoulder high drop because there was an amount of disdain that accompanied the shoulder high drop, <laughs> where you were able to demonstrate to your to your players that you were playing with I can't believe what I've done I can't believe I have to take this drop but I'm doing it and it and it, it was a and it was a, it was a it was a cool somewhat moderately athletic move where you were able to demonstrate a lot of emotion and disappointment and frustration with yourself and now this new knee thing it, it is. There is no way to do it. Cool. I, I I've tried it. Demonstrate it, it, right now, Mark. Th- th- <laughs> there, there, Demonstrate the drop. The, the drop. Yeah. The, there's just not. There's not a cool way to do the drop. And and I and I think it's in. And ultimately, to Justin Thomas's point, it's bad for the game. It's, it's if you can't if you can't look even moderately cooler athletic and you're doing an athletic thing in a sport, we we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be striving to do things to
0: to be able to reach out like this. You you basically are like, look at me. I'm dropping. Right. Right. And you, you make your drop. And it yes, it bounces around. Yes, but you but no there's idea. a way but there's
2: a way to do it where you look at your caddy, you hate him because he's <laughs> given you a bad yardage. That's why you're dropping to begin with. You right. can you can loathe yourself. There's a lot
0: there's or, a lot or of that great... Or that jackass that coughed. Right. You know, in right. your backswing. Right. And you're like, really, dude, right. sneezing right now? Yes. And so there's a way in, why in I there's blasted a way in which you can about,
2: yeah. release the ball that shows yeah. I I hate but the when game. you gotta go like this. Yeah. yeah and that's even a little t- that's how And that might be a little high.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and like bend over. I right. mean, I feel like I do I feel like an old man. Yes. It, it, it makes me feel yeah. like the old guy playing golf. It's like you're you the guy it, you're like, yeah, look or I or the Ricky Fowler. It, it like yeah. yeah, the yeah. the turd drop. Yeah. I, I mean,
2: but it's it's yeah, it's like they had Splenda but you made a big stink about the fact that you need stevia. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just that's that's the vibe that the knee drop sends. And and to the player's credit, I think it's right. It's not cool. It's not athletic. And and it hurts the game, but overall the 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 changes to the to the rules uh, a general positive.
0: I think you'll see we'll see one quick modification to that rule uh, probably next year, which will be anything above the knee yeah. to the shoulder. I think that's right. You can drop anywhere above, that way. That way, if you just reach your arm out. And you just drop it, yep. they aren't gonna call you and maybe it speeds it and up. Love, and if you I wanna love, take the I advantage, love, I
2: love breast level disdain. I love right. hip level disdain. Right. I like all of those things. The whole idea that I can't have it above my knee
0: absolutely. Well, it's I, awkward. it's so just awkward. I emailed to like bend over. I emailed the USGA when this rule came out. I bet and, you did. and I was like, Can you it can it be like anywhere above the knee? Can it be between like the knee and the waist? And they were like, and she said, "You're." I, she explicitly said that this is. Uh, it had like a little disclaimer at the bottom that this message is only intended for you and not for broadcast use and stuff. I'm like, "Crap! Can I not screenshot this freaking thing?" And so, I, anyway, I played by the rules. But she said that no, from the knee. That was the only uh, way you could do it. So it is what it is.
1: You were um, you were sorely missed at the uh, the rules uh, meeting so, last night sorry, at uh, Bridgewater. Sorry, sorry, wasn't there. So, there was, I mean, there, I think there, like, a lot of the rules guys with the USGA and on the committee, they're, they're like, scared what it's going to change this year and, like, it's going to be chaotic. It's, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, that part's stupid. I think some of the people are going to have problems with that. But you can redrop it after you. So if they, you, you catch yourself and you drop it shoulder oh, yeah. height, you can just pick back up and then yeah. drop it off your knee. I think I've had Unless you le- play
2: I had the a, ball. I've had at least... Oh, if you play the ball. I've had, I've had at least eight to ten drops, and I can guarantee you that not one has been originally from the knee height. It, it didn't occur to me. It's always been... And then I'm like, oh, you're I got like, I, I, I to gotta, I gotta, gotta redrop. It's a re-drop, Yes. Yeah.
1: The the A nice rule, I thought one of the best rules was when you're looking for your ball,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and if you like, are uh, moving, your, uh, moving the grass... Completely and you, agree. And you knock the ball...
0: Oh, you just replace it. Replace it. Yes. Yep. I like that's that too. That's the best. I mean, I, I, that's I, the best change so, I thought. So to your point, Dave, I think the rules and some of these are going to help the amateur golfer, you know, getting into a better place. What I mean, if if the the game is in trouble to a degree, and I, we kind of went into rules a little bit, you know, what 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 needs to happen over the next five to ten years, or, is there, or are we going down a path that we can't fix? Getting more younger kids to play the game, getting rounds to speed up, get stopped? courses from closing down and maybe courses just need to close down i don't you know that could be just part of economics but anything else you think that can help this game kind of it's in a decent spot right now but everybody's kind of talking that it's it's in trouble
1: i think preface a little bit before you answer dave is we've talked before is like we want we want more people to get access to the game and not become harder to get into it and so you know i think he's as like i think Do we make it more simple, like so it's more attractive? Or or
0: do we keep it this elitist game that we play?
1: Because, I mean, 200 golf courses closed last year, 15 opened.
2: Right. Well, I think, and and that's going to be a trend that is not going to change. And we can talk about the rules and all these things, or access to golf and getting kids who can't afford to play. That is not the issue. The issue is what you see on Saturday morning, where you live. And twenty years ago, or forty years ago, there was probably a smattering of dads, maybe who worked for the 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 the, the ball diamonds, and, the, and they're and they're getting they're getting the fields ready, but there were not dads with their with their caramel macchiato standing behind shortstop, you know, cheering on the kids. Um, and if you weren't there, you're a bad dad. And yeah. and and there's a reason that the that the neighborhood tavern on the way home from wherever it is that you live or work that those don't exist very those have become applebees and stacked pickles and other things because if you stop there on the way home to do to have a drink you're bad dad you're bad dad it's time to get home and be with the family and so we are a a very rare breed at the moment <laughs> the, the, the the guy where it's okay where where our wives sit at games and say, "Well, where's Mark? Where's John?" "Oh, they're playing." Golf. Really? <laughs> really? He's he's playing. Golf. I mean, literally, literally like like you're like you're out hunting golden retrievers. And so so, and, and, and I'm serious, I'm serious about this, seri- I'm but, but, but I'm serious about this. And so if you look around, you know, I'm, I'm a member at Meridian Hills. I, I belong to Wolf Run for 10 years. And if you look around the membership, it is not, it is not a youthful membership. There are not a, a bunch of young guys coming in who are even, you know, 15 to eight handicaps who want to play. That, except that,
1: except Brodericks, you know Kevin
2: Broderick? I I, I do. Um uh, I I think the the issue is is that you those those folks where it's permissible to do what it is that we do, and that's to play golf and to have a hobby that takes four to five hours away from our family and away from family time. That that is no longer socially palatable, the, and and for whatever reason, most people have caved into that idea that it's not socially. And You're a bad dad if you're out doing it, and so if you're not, stand- here's your leash. Yes and no, but but even that, I think that used to be the case ten years ago, and now you're just a bad dad. Now you're just a bad dad, and we all just kind of shake our head. Wow, must be nice to be out. You know, I mean, it, it, <laughs> you, you, you 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 are you are. Uh, you, you are the white tiger, you know, uh, out there on Saturday mornings. Well, where's Mark? Where's Mark?
0: Um, where's Where's John? Really? Not, really? Not, they're not coaching today. He's, 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 playing, uh, he's playing. golf. Yeah. If I'm coaching, he's got a tournament. Oh, that, a tournament. A tournament. Does is that it, span is over multiple <laughs> days? Holy smokes! So
2: it, it, it is a um, it, it, it's <laughs> it, it's a social phenomenon that I don't think it, it I don't think it's going to be reversed anytime soon. Um, you think I, it's going to get worse? I think it's going to get way worse. I mean, wow. if you, you know, I work with young lawyers, and it's fun to have conversations with them. You know, they 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 all want to be made partner instantly, and yet they all are borrowing their buddies' grandparents' Netflix passcode because they don't want to pay for anything. <laughs> and so, and yet, when you talk to them about their relationships and their spouses and things, and Oh well, I, if we would ever join anywhere, it'd be just for a social membership, so we could have access to, <laughs> access to the pool. And these are guys who actually have grown up playing high school and even college golf. And I mean, that's if you can't if you can't touch those folks, I mean, the game is in real trouble. Yeah, the and guys
0: who said I used to play golf. Wow. Oh wow, that's the worst. That's those. That's right. depressing. Right. it depresses me. Oh yeah, I used right. to play golf until the kids came along. It's yeah. right. like, if, <sighs> right. If you are. Uh, Hey, but uh, you know what? I've gone through that. Now, Dave, you're, you are, and one of the reasons why we're excited to have you, you are a rare
1: You are the a, white tiger. You are
0: the white tiger <laughs> in that you've taken this position and that it's okay. And this, like to a, to a degree, like, Hey, it's okay. I'm going to do what it's I not, need. It's not, not just okay. It's,
2: it's really healthy.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah. it's exercise. It's, <laughs> it's a release
2: from the the week that I spent and you know, it's okay. And I'll yeah. come home and you know what I'll, I, I cook and I, I make ribs and I do other things. It's, it's fine. It, it's <laughs> not like I'm abandoning the family to again, go hunt golden retrievers. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, gold a, retrievers. it's, it's, I a, love it. it's it's a wonderful experience. It's, it's, it's good for people. And, and the sad part is that we're just, we're, we're, we're devolving into a place where, that's no longer socially acceptable. I,
1: I lean more towards Dave. You,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm... No, no, you... No, I,
1: I, I, I do, because I'm, I'm in total agreement with what you said, that it's demonized. If you're out there enjoying yourself, even if it's... I don't know, my God, if you did it in an afternoon on Saturday, it would oh. be... I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you mean? would be crucified. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: A Saturday uh. afternoon... Oh my God! I mean, you my, just ruined well, my our entire no. Saturday afternoon. Well, it's gone. I've I've never heard that before.
1: It, I I catch shit. I mean, not much. Sherry's she's good with what I do, but I help coach the Westfield High School golf team, and I have, I got to go to tournaments every weekend. And I still want to golf too, so I go with these kids. And then I was like, I want to play golf on Sunday, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So you know. Sherry's cool about letting me go out and doing it, or letting me, but you know, not giving me too much shit because she knows that if I don't,
0: your sanity is jacked up.
1: I'm just a dick, (laughs) right? I'm a dick. I need, I need, like you said, it's a release. It's, it's just like
2: I get my brain. It's the escape. Look, it's coming out somewhere, and that's what I think is the, you know, as we, uh, as everybody turns into. To some degree, kind of a, a mom slash woman. It, it, it is there is a reason the UFC has developed. There is a reason that we have these kind of extreme sports that are kind of this outward expression of utter and extreme violence. As we dumb down football, we will see you, there there will be an explosion of some sort elsewhere to get this release because it's ultimately what people want and they're what they're interested in. But as we tamp it down in other places, because the voices grow loud enough and ultimately the lobby for those. I mean, ultimately golfers have a bad lobby. I mean, they have caved to the mom, spouse, family lobby that has been louder and better organized over time. And, and they have turned in some, they've turned something into, they've they've turned a sport and an athletic endeavor and exercise into something that is to your point, demonized. And
1: well, I think, but another thing is what you're saying is like, so, society's developed these other things that people are releasing through UFC, but they're doing it vicariously. They're not doing anything themselves. Right? They they right. might go run on the treadmill, and but that that's okay as long as it's during work hours. Or well, it's before why you CrossFit
0: go. even exists. Sure. No, but working out as a sport was not a sport right. until like what five years ago. But right. now. Working out is a sport. I mean, right. Golf takes some time. It's a skill. It's tough
1: to do. It actually takes some time. You get better at it. You work at it. And you feel better about yourself because you're doing something that's other than work. And it's
0: an activity. I, 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 I'm on board with you, Dave. And I, I'm sure John is as well. And I'm also... It's a
1: good conversation piece. We haven't even this, really even this talked was, about that that we much. We
0: haven't. Way to go! This is why. See, this is why we brought in Dave. I knew he was. I know he was going to be. He was going to answer all the hard hitting questions. <laughs> I had to bring him in on on calls. Sometimes <laughs> well, might have he, to
1: end of a round or sure. end of a.
0: So, Dave, how many uh, competitive ra- competitive rounds of golf do you play a year? Compared to, I should say, compared to casual rounds.
2: I'm going to say so. We, we've just had. We've just gone through this process. I'm not sure how the, how many of the listeners are familiar with the restricted handicap. So, uh, w- when, when you turn in a score and that score is, is turned in as a tournament score, that tournament score lives in your handicap system for a year. Right. And can't, fa- can't fall off, can't fall off. And so, and, and, ultimately your average of those tournament scores, um, uh, carries its own weight within your handicap system. And, and a guy who, you know, just picks up his clubs, who hasn't played in four months and goes down to Florida and plays nine rounds in six days and plays in a bunch of wind and maybe some cold weather and and bad temperatures if if it turns out he played great back in July and had a, a couple of great 3 or 4 tournament rounds it's very possible to get a restricted index where your 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 actual handicap is so far removed from what your tournament index is that you'll get a restriction. And so we've been batting this about our, our group, because we have one guy who just uh, got, yeah, got a...
0: M- Mr. Yeager. Mr. Jaeger, I, s- I saw the R, and I was like, what the hell is the R?
2: It is. It's entertaining. And, <laughs> s- and so, uh, but but having been slapped with... John, an, John's like, I've
0: never heard of this. Ha- having, been,
2: having been slapped with an R in, 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 a, in a prior year, I think it was 2005 or 2006, uh, I had this happen to me, uh, which was of great delight to a lot of the people that I play with. Um, I... I I'm gonna say in any given year I probably play eighteen to say twenty-four tournament rounds. So between if you if you take the, the GCT which we'll talk about, those are a minimum of, of of two rounds. We have at least four to five of those events per year. I play in all of those, so that's a minimum of ten. I'll play in our club championship, I'll play in the, you know, our our, our member guest, I'll play in a few others, and so those all get recorded as tournament rounds, but those are those are specific competitive rounds that get turned into tournament scores, different from the average, you know, score when I just go out and play during the week.
0: Gotcha. All right, all right. But but,
2: but a good year for me is I'm going to play a hundred rounds. My, my goal every year is to play 150 rounds, and but but that I obviously typically give up early in the year. I've only done it twice. Um, so a good year for me is a hundred rounds. Uh, recently, I've kind of bat, kind of batted around between 80 and 100 rounds with. Fifteen to twenty-four of those being competitive rounds.
1: That's a good percentage. I really, is. I like,
0: I like it yeah. too, and I think uh, it's it's something for us to all shoot for. We're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be right back. All right, John and I are back. We are um, we're going to do a couple tastings now. Uh, so our first for this uh, for part one of our episode with Dave Durham, we are doing a tasting here of a. Uh, tequila so i I went on my trip to to mexico we had the long story of how i actually got this tequila back into the united states we tried a very strange and odd bottle last time but something a little bit more familiar here we have uh roca patron um and it is a roca 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 patron it's a reposado is what we uh we have going on here smells excellent um, so let's take a, any, any, what, what are you, what are you getting on the nose there?
1: Stings the nostrils. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, it, I mean, it smells like tequila, but it's not, it's not like overpowering. It's very smooth smelling and I'm assuming okay. that's probably what it tastes.
0: So, so what this is, I mean, Roca Patrona, so it's Patron. It's that, you know, tequila. But this is kind of like an artisan type of uh, tequila, I guess, line that they've created. And so it's a little bit more exclusive, a little bit harder to find. Um, but, uh, yeah. Does so, it
1: mean that it's aged longer?
0: Well, I mean, a Reposado is aged longer. But I, this is just what they're saying is that it's more of an artisan. So I'm, my guess is is that they're using probably just some different ingredients than they do with their regular Patron tequila. Um, they probably end up charging more money for it. And that's... Let's, let's try it. Uh, we'll try it here we're trying it on the rocks right now um i really like it holy cow that's really good that's right up there now it's i think it tastes a little bit different than that class azul that class i azul i um, like that
1: i class azul is still my top
0: it's that one has a ton of flavor i feel like it's a little bit like heavier this is this seems a little bit lighter but has a lot of flavor to it what's this run a bottle uh i think this was uh 80 bucks I yeah, but I, mean, I got it you, you can know, tell it's good to kill i got it duty free for probably like maybe 60
1: that's good it's solid so i i would definitely i would give this as a
0: gift if you can find if you can find this somewhere i'm not sure if i I think i've seen it in stores before here in the states unlike the bottle we had last time uh which was more exclusive that I've, i haven't seen it anywhere in the in the states but uh uh, I'm a fan. Um, I like it. I'm a fan of this, and I, yeah, I would I would recommend it. Um, definitely. I mean, shoot, you could gift this to anybody who likes. Even if you don't like tequila, you know, if you said, "Hey, here's like a sipping tequila," but um, good stuff. <laughs> you as you know, you, as you long what, as you
1: say it just like that. Hey, I know you don't like tequila, but this is a sipping
0: tequila. You know who? You know who I would definitely gift this to? Johnny Hart. Oh yeah, that dude crushes some sipping tequila <laughs> so all right, shout well, out to Johnny shout out to Johnny hey we appreciate everybody listening uh, remember uh, go out there hit some more greens you'll score better thanks,
1: thanks.